Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the C Report. I'm your host, Mr. C, uh, coming from you at Q&A Calls Podcast Networks. We're glad to be with you here this afternoon, guys. We are in a little bit early today, and uh, that's only because I do have some things I have to take care of this afternoon, doctor's appointments, and I'll probably be out the afternoon. But we also will be back later on tonight with uh, our programming for the Mr. C and Magadon show. That's our typical Thursday night show. So if you guys are familiar with that, we look forward to you guys coming in and joining us. Just a minute here. I forgot to uh, set up the podcast side. All right. It looks like we're ready to roll. Hey, Pablo, what's up? Pablo, nobody has died, I promise you. We just, uh, we just, you know we love our dramatics here at Q&A Holes Network. Anyways, thanks for joining us, Pablo. Hope you're having a good afternoon out there, out west. All right, guys, so let's see what we got on the agenda for today. Now, um, in yesterday's report, I had wanted to do some uh, um, COVID reporting and uh, kind of like um, circle back on the entire... Uh, um, push back on the masks, push back on the vaccines, push back on the vaccine passports, um, of course, by the patriots and those who are aware of what's going on and those who are of sound mind and healthy body that know how vaccines work. And I keep pushing that point because I can't let you guys out there in America forget you have a healthy body and a sound mind and you know how vaccines work. So why would we put up with this discrimination or these um, future threats of discrimination? Now, let's face it, we're seeing the discrimination already against people who don't wear their masks. We've seen it time and time again. So I really was trying to figure out how I wanted to present today's report to you guys because uh, the report ran long yesterday. So I knew if I did this with the COVID, it was just going to be another two-hour report, and I don't want to hold you guys' time up um, as far as, like, archivial purposes. You guys can always watch the shows later, but, you know, uh, time is important. So, also, um, on the other hand, I also wanted to talk about some of the um, backlash that corporations are facing um, in regard to this whole push for... Um, election reform and how uh, they feel that um, we're actually suppressing voters by reforming laws and extending hours for and even days for um, uh, early election voting and stuff like that. So all of this is going to go hand in hand together. What I what I'm going to do today is we're going to we're going to kind of look at both of these topics with um, I don't know. Maybe we'll we'll come at we'll flank it. We'll we'll come on, we'll come at these topics with a pincer, because we're gonna also kind of look at uh, how some other people have stood up against it, how um, it has been successful for some people, but then also some other things that we can do ourselves um, in order to get these boycotts, for example, pushed through. Uh, because you know, coming from an apolitical family and having been you know, homeschooled in, in my middle school years, which is really when they teach you more about civic, state legislature, and all of that stuff. Well, my my tutors were also apolitical, so I didn't learn any of that. I didn't learn about city government. I didn't learn about state government. None of that. And now I'm not making an excuse for myself. I am getting into this late in the game about how to do it, the X, Y, and Z, the blueprints that I need to follow in order to make sure that this stuff happens now. Because as was pointed out by one of my favorite talk show hosts, 
we don't have to wait for our state legislator. We don't have to wait for those who elected us. We can actually take care of this now on a city level because how often does your city council meet? At least once a week, right? So we'll take a look at that a little bit later as well um, because, I mean, it, these are all tools that we will need and tools that we will be able to use in order to... Um, in order to go ahead and stand up for our rights until these com companies and corporations know it is none of your business, none of your business whatsoever to be telling me how to live my life. Even if you are doing it for the greater good, it's not your right to impede on my rights. So before we get underway, let me make sure we're doing well on our other stations. We should be live on Twitter, Twitch, tw uh, YouTube, but don't tell YouTube though. Don't tell them here. Twitch. Okay, cool. And then my second concern was the volume, because since getting this whole new setup, uh, the microphone and volume issues have been, but we did good last night, um, but that was on headset, so I'm off headset now, so I'm thinking the volume is good. It sounds like it is, at least on my end, um, from looking at it. So, all right, guys, so what I'm going to open up the show with today is basically going to be a little clip show. We're going to take a look, and maybe you've seen some of these, maybe you haven't, but we're going to take a look at how the government has relied on the private sector, your neighbors, your bosses, your friends, uh, your fellow co-workers to enforce these COVID oppressive mandates for them. Because the government has come out clearly time and time and time and time again especially to stay ahead of any lawsuits, saying, oh, well, the government's not going to mandate it. But in every speech, talk, interview, questionnaire, I've seen any politician, especially in the Biden administration, talking about this, they are adamant the government's not going to get involved. The government's not going to get involved. Well, thank you, Jen Circleback Saki, for demystifying and clarifying y'all's stance but it's pretty obvious from the rest of your minions that y'all are heavily relying on the private sector and the good lemmings of the world to ensure that your oppressive rules are followed and we're not going to do it. All right. So let me go ahead and get our first video up here ready for the screen. Um, like I said, we're just going to, I just want to show you guys. And like I said, you guys have probably seen some of these um, examples of the woke left liberals who are still trying to force this oppression now, in the first video that I want to share with you guys, you're going to notice right away that a lot of people in this store are not wearing masks. And yet we still have this oppressive oppressor who's probably going to get punched in the face and then they're going to say it's Asian hate. Um, but let's just take a look at it real quick. Okay, so <laughs> you guys saw that. I mean, like I said, these are going to be real quick clips. Um, but you notice you have this one guy. I don't know if he works there or not. I didn't notice, but he's like, uh, there are literally like 15 people in there with no masks. And he's hounding this one Caucasian man, right? Hounding this one Caucasian man. And um, <laughs> then, then when he gets to the front of the store, like there's 
15 people with no masks on and they're all filming him <laughs> and he's like you people are all gonna die so that's an example of some of that little like turgid fear these little turds have uh, and i don't mean to be rude or disrespectful I, I really try not to set that tone but i mean uh, we're fed up guys i mean we're really fed up with it hey joe welcome to the show thanks for joining us and uh yeah so uh, that was just a small example. Now, this one, guys, the next one I'm going to play you really kind of freaked me out. Like, <laughs> let me tell you something. This girl. Oh, my God. This girl. Okay. So, um, we have the, we, like I said, the woke neighbors, employees, coworkers, bosses, people of the world like that. Check out this college student. Uh, this was her having a mental breakdown after she got into an elevator with a delivery woman that was not social distancing. And I actually experienced something like this when I was in DC, but it was nowhere near this bad. Okay, check this out. My girl here wants me to come out of the elevator so she can come out of the elevator. Because it's a small space we're supposed to maintain social distancing. I don't understand why you can't just politely step but out of the elevator with an actual nicely. Well, you haven't wear your mask. You didn't hurt me nicely. You said get the fuck out the elevator. I said that after you ruined me. No, 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 no. You have a giant fire. Oh, my girl. Oh, oh, my girl. Hold on. Hold on. My girl. You want to stand in the elevator with me? And catch it. Like, you're not making sense. I mean, you might as well get off at your floor. I'm trying to you're get off the floor. I can't come close to you. Do you understand that I am extremely compromised in your system? Yeah, guys, that was, yeah, that one. Do y'all want to watch it again? No, just kidding. <laughs> Sorry. I, I mean, that's just an example of that ridiculousness that I was talking to you about. And these are the woke lemmings. But, I mean, I blame the media. I blame the, uh, I blame the, uh, the uh, Dr. Fauci for flip-flopping left and right every single day. Like, I blame all these people. It's, it's not this poor child's fault that she is so, uh, so wrapped up in it. But at the same time, I mean, it goes to show exactly how far this, uh, sphere of, of, of influence and impression goes upon these young minds. And, uh, I know, um... Now, and now, like I said, we're going to be hopping back and forth between COVID and these election laws um, as an example of how and why we should really move forward with things like a boycott. And then later on, we'll examine other steps that we can take. And I'm going to be uh, calling. I'm going to be phoning in a friend for that, I hope. But anyways, we'll see. OK, so. All right. So let's look at the next one, because that's just that's just that's just the lemming level. That's just the lemming level of people who are going crazy over this. Um, but what about when your state or your law officials or your city officials, police officers and stuff like that, what happens when they start to try and enforce these laws? This one was kind of scary. So let me get this one on the air real quick. And guys, we'll be moving fast through these. Um, and, and I should have put um, a, dis uh, a disclaimer at the beginning. There will be foul language in this video, not on my part. Uh, but you heard that little lemming in the elevator there. So, 
Alright, so this is in Cape Coral City in Florida, I believe, and uh, this was a news report they did. I just want to take you a real quick look at one of the clips from this news report. ...were high again tonight at Cape Coral City Hall. A lot of people claiming that being required to wear a mask would take away their personal freedoms. Four in your corners, Brianna Massey brings you the latest. Even before the start of today's meeting, police say three people were arrested for causing disturbance and disregarding officers' orders. I'm being arrested because I refuse to wear a mask in the United States of America. Tensions continued as dozens came out to voice their opposition to the mask mandate. Masks don't do any good. If people want to wear them, every single person can wear them if they want to. The chamber filled to capacity, even two overflow areas. We do have the personal responsibilities and the ability to make our own choices with the autonomy of our own body. This mandate would have required people to wear face coverings when inside businesses. When you step outside your door, there are other people to think about uh, besides yourself. You see that what that woman just said right there? It's that kind of mentality that really gets these bleeding heart people. And I think that also really moves people to want to go ahead and follow that. When you step outside your door, there are other people to think about. Other people who have masks on that don't work. Other people who are vaccinated now that should be protected. So what is this whole deal? I mean, if anything, the ones who are unvaccinated should be the ones who are afraid and be holding this oppression against these people, not the ones who are vaccinated. And, and the, the, the one I really wanted to see, wanted y'all to see there was at the head of that was that um, uh, was that black American lady who had said that she, well, you saw her, she's being arrested for not wearing a mask in public. That's ridiculous, guys. That is oppression. That is discrimination. And that was in Florida. And I think you could see why Florida took as many steps as they did to get away from it. Now, the, the interesting thing about it is that even during Trump's presidency, when he was optically in office and, you know, we could see it, um, there was this whole mask thing going on. And you didn't see President Trump pushing. I mean, he wasn't verbally saying no masks. That's not, they don't work. That's ridiculous. I mean, that would have been a move that he, I, I don't, he really could not have made that move at that time because they would have hung him on a cross. Um, but we did have him leading by example in not wearing masks and saying, no, thank you, etc. But we, the people who are awake to this, who are of sound body, sound mind and healthy body, we knew even back then that this uh, COVID conundrum was all a sham. The disease was real, but the pandemic was fake. I mean, the, the, the fallout, the blow up of the pandemic, all fake, all fake, all fraudulent. It was fake, phony, and false, to borrow a line from X-22. But like um, I was saying here, like they had these things going on even then. We had hydroxychloroquine even then. And I still hold to it that when all of this is said and done, if it goes the way I see it going, there will be massive lawsuits. And I believe that these people should be sued personally. Fauci should not be allowed to dip into taxpayer money to pay for his liability bills and to pay for his lawsuit fines. None of these doctors, none of these representatives should be allowed to use the public coffer to pay for their lawsuits. They need to be sued 
personally because they made a personal decision to lie to the American people. And that has nothing to do with government and that has nothing to do with politics, even though their motives were politically driven. So, all right, so there's that one. Now I'm going to show you guys a clip from around the world because I want you to see some of the tactics. We talked about how Canada has quarantine hotels where if you travel out of Canada or back into Canada, even if you're not a Canadian resident, you are forced to stay in this hotel. You're forced to pay $1,000 out of your own pocket just to make sure that you're quarantined and safe. And then when you get there, you're not even taken care of, you're not given food. There have been reports of sexual assaults because they don't even lock the doors. Okay, this is crazy. Now in New Zealand, just like you saw in Florida, they're arresting people. They are arresting people. Well, the stories get crazier. Here's a clip from, uh, this is um, in Belgian, Belgian, this, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> This is in a Belgian park uh, where the Belgian police are actually using water cannons to stop people from gathering in public. Let's just take a quick look. So you notice there, that was in a park in, 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 in Belgian park. Sorry, guys, I'm like brain farting right now. But like, um, you notice a lot of them had their masks on. A lot of them didn't have masks on. But that was a tactic that they used in order to clear out the parks. Now, I know you guys saw the footage and heard the stories about spring break in Miami and stuff like that. Like there were thousands of people out. They were having the police come to try and enforce a curfew. This is that type of oppression that I'm talking about. These people have absolutely no right to enforce these oppressive laws on us when they don't even know our medical condition, okay? Like, that is in itself, you know, um, a violation of our rights, you know, whether you're using the ADA or HIPAA, HIPAA being, of course, more to uh, your um, medical records and stuff like that, but they have no right to do that. You know, they would have to go and question every single person or tell them and every single person tell them, you know, that they have a medical condition. And let me tell you what, guys, that is way more effective than you might believe. If you look them straight in the eyes and you tell them, I have a medical condition, and inside you might be thinking to yourself, that medical condition is, um, I have a sound mind and a healthy body, <laughs> then they're not supposed to ask. They're not supposed to question you. They're not supposed to make you show your papers. Now, I was in the store last weekend with a family member and I had already made my resolve not to wear my masks. They followed suit with me and I was kind of, I was, I was happy, excited and proud. But at the same time, I was thinking, oh no, she's, she's going to blow my cover and it's going to make it harder for me because obviously the store manager is going to say, well, not all of y'all, not both of you can have medical conditions. Well, Mr. Store Manager, I'm afraid you don't know if both of us have medical conditions and we do not have to cite our medical conditions under the ADA, American Disabilities Act. You know, so you can, they cannot force you to. It's the easiest way. Even if you have to carry your mask in your pocket, you should at least walk into that store without a mask. Now, I can tell you here in Texas, especially since the governor signed executive orders and has also taken a standing against companies um, who are going to be citing that they're standing up for the better of the community or they're standing up for the rights to have votes not suppressed, which is all BS. 
we have the right to tell them no, and they cannot question you. Now, when that man, because we'd been in the store for probably at least almost an hour at that point, we'd gone to like a different, it was a, it was a Best Buy. Uh, we were, we were computer shopping and, and trying to get my craft repaired anyways. So, um, we had, we had, uh, people at the door who asked us, we came in, you know, we have, medical conditions. Uh, we went up to the guest service center and that was really one of the only places where we had opposition from a, um, a woke SJW lesbian that had a color, a rainbow identity shirt on. And she was the one that was like, well, um, I'm, um, um, I'm going to, I'm going to have to help you because my, my associate's not comfortable without your mask on. Well, that's fine. That's fine. Let your associate be not comfortable. You go ahead can help us. And then she did so, and she, you could tell she was upset about it inside the whole time, but she has to. And then we went over to another section of the store to get another service handled. And, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the associate there was a little bit more polite but then in the course of conversation, you could tell she was trying to figure something out because she would say things like, isn't it crazy being here in the store with all these masks? And I'm sure she was expecting us to have a reaction of, yeah, that's crazy. Like people shouldn't be wearing the masks. Nope, I wasn't going to I was not going to I was not going to um, I was not going to stray away from uh, the truth, which is. I have a healthy body. I have a sound mind. I consider that a medical condition. It's called health. You know, I have a clean bill of health. So I just told her, well, I have a health condition. And I appreciate you helping me because a lot of people have been making it hard for me. And she was like, oh. So that was a way of understanding. Now, when we got to the actual purchase in this other part department, and it's like, how many departments does Best Buy have, right? Anyways, the manager there, he, he actually, he the store manager, mind you, he had to help us. And he was actually very knowledgeable. But anyways, it's because none of the other employees were comfortable. And he was the only one that could really handle this. Now, that was the part where he actually put my family member on the spot and asked her. And, and um, but practice makes perfect people. The more you tell people you have a medical condition, the easier it will be. You got to look them straight in the eye, though. You cannot. You can't. Because honestly, guys, you do have a medical condition. Your medical condition is perfect health. So tell them that. If you don't tell them it's perfect health, just tell them you have a medical condition. You can do this, guys. All right, let's get back to some of these clips because I don't want to bore you guys and we got to move along. I mean, I am on early, so maybe I could stay on a little bit later, but we'll see. A few minutes later, but we'll see because I really want to get all of these ideas into this. And so right now we're just looking at the oppression that we're seeing. We looked at some places in the United States. Now we're looking at a little bit around the world and then we'll get into some more topics all along the same lines that we have this right to stand up against this oppression. Now, here's Canada. This is the way the police and the taxpayer monies are spending their time. Taxpayers are spending their time and money on this COVID thing. Now, Canada is one of the worst, I think. Like, Canada is like, to me, Canada was set up just to experiment on people and, and to push, push people around and to see how far oppression could get you there because they have so much oppressive rules in Canada. You, you guys probably don't realize what's going on there anyways. I also think about that movie Nightbreed and it was in Canada where they were experimenting on all these mutants and stuff like that. Anyways, okay, so I'm like, they're probably doing that to the Canadians. The Nightbreed were probably real. Anyways, let's play this clip of how uh, Canadian taxpayers are spending their money for their cops to uh, basically form a line, a wall. <laughs> these police officers created a wall so this way Canadians could not go enjoy a mom and pop sandwich restaurant. Check this out. Burning a farm. 
here. The Great Reset. And you, Yo, they're coming to destroy the economy. just get us a strike on YouTube for that, uh, although it was jamming out. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so there you go. There's that. Now, that's, uh, I was like, so it looked like what they had going on there was a protest in tandem with a wall of cops preventing these people from getting a sandwich from a mom and pop store. That's a theme that we will explore because, again, when this lockdown went in, I saw this headline. Let me Let me blow myself up real quick. I saw this headline that was really interesting, and um, I, I have the article saved for later to read, uh, but the, the headline was basically $3.7 billion was lost to the small business private sector, and at the same time, $3.8 billion was gained by corporations and multinational corporations and globalists. So what you guys should take away from that is this lockdown and everything that surrounded COVID was the most, was the giant, most biggest wealth transfer from the private small people to the large multinationals ever. It was the huge, most, the hugest wealth transfer in history. Think about that, guys. It makes you wonder what's really going on here. Okay, so uh, let's look at this video. This one, okay, this one is also out of Australia. Uh, this is in Australia, like I said, it happens in China, it happens in the crown colonies, it happens in America, almost in that order, guys. So look for it. This was in Canada, this one is a crazy story. I mean, sorry, this one is in Australia. I apologize, Australia. Check it out. Last year, Mehmet Aaron travelled to Victoria to find work to support his wife and two little children during what we all know as financially challenging times. After spending a few months here in Melbourne, he had to travel back home. So Mehmet received an exemption to cross the border and go back home to his family in Adelaide. One of the border exemption conditions was he had to submit to a COVID test within 24 hours. And since he wasn't allowed to leave his home according to that same exemption, he booked the first available appointment coming to his house the following morning. But that didn't stop half a dozen militarised cops swarming the family home late that night. And I had 24 hours to submit to a test. Mm. Okay, so I had rang pathology and I got the first available appointment that which they could tomorrow. think Pat, which is done tomorrow. So if you ring up, if you ring them up, and they'll tell you my name and my address and what time they're coming out tomorrow. But instead of just doing the easy, simple, right thing and calling the mobile clinic to verify Mehmet's COVID test booking for the morning, the officer in charge threatened to arrest the young father in front of his wife 
and children. The officer just said to me yesterday, mate, listen to me. That I'm not let her leave. Listen. So I booked, right. I booked, I booked the clean pack to okay. come to me. So how I understand, I understand you got a version of this. I'm telling you what's happening tonight. If you do not come out and go to the Pullman Hotel, we will be coming in and arresting you. All right, that's the only options. So you have to think about it. You got kids inside. You get things to worry about. Hang on a minute, mate. So think about it in twenty seconds. Hang on, hang on. That's the options, mate. That's what's happening. All right, have have some thoughts. Oh, they said that if I do not open the door, that they are going to knock it down we need to um, just and uh, you know, remove me from my premises. So um, then I'm, um, I sort of like said, well, in my head, I'm like, I'm not going to let them do that because of the fact that I've got two young children and they don't need to witness anything like that. So pretty much they uh, forcefully removed me from my house and then I was taken to the police watch house for, for two days. Uh, from there, I was then taken to uh, the ARC. Adelaide Remand Centre, locked up there for nearly 48 hours, treated like, just like, uh, it's, you know, just, just the way that I was treated, I, I mean, I didn't do anything wrong uh, to begin with. So, you know, they locked me up there um, for, you know, nearly 48 hours and I had to plead um, to, to get bail to, to leave from there. Complained to the judge and they locked me up in the Pullman um, for a further uh, 10 days. So I, was, I was out of home for about 14 days, now facing two charges to comply with the direction. Mehmet didn't breach any. He's asked for our help at fightthefines.com.au and after hearing his story, seeing the evidence and watching that confronting footage, we have to step in. Mehmet's managed to raise $1,600 on his own, which hasn't even covered his legal fees with those few hearings so far. So with your help at fightthefines.com.au, we're going to get our experienced COVID fines lawyer, Manny, who's already won numerous cases, to take over his fight for this Aussie family. If you're able and you're willing, please donate what you can at fightthefines.com.au to cover the costs. Thank you, Manny, for joining us again. And thank you for this time taking on Mehmet's case. What can you tell us so far, mate? Well, Mehmet's case quite unique in that uh, he is being uh, charged with two counts of failure to comply with the COVID directions, namely failure to comply with a COVID test. He has actually submitted to three separate tests so far, and he's received a negative result in all of those tests. Two things that are very concerning. One is this person has complied with all the regulatory requirements to satisfy the, the Department of Health there in South Australia in terms of his negative tests. So there's absolutely no risk to public health. But second concern is the heavy-handed and disproportionate um, actions by the police that has resulted in quite a lot of fear and intimidation, not only for Mehmet himself, but his family and his two very young children. So when I've got, like, task force at my house, I'm thinking that my husband's committed some kind of serious crime. Um... I was um, an absolute nervous wreck. I just find it quite disturbing that the police would dedicate so much public resources for something as trivial as this, when certainly those resources could better be used better in, in, in other places, um, especially given the Mehmet's cooperation and compliance at all times. It, it is definitely quite, quite a disturbing case and um, one that... Uh, should be a lesson for, for all of us in terms of what we may potentially face should we, uh, I guess, be targeted for these types of matters. It's been pretty tragic. Um, uh, we're sorry about what your family's been through and I hope 
that uh, the fact that the fightthefinals.com.au program that we've put together can in some way, in, even in a little way, uh, relieve any of that pressure, that would uh, that would be great for us. The overwhelming, humble, um, how overwhelmingly humble people are, the ones that aren't negative, the ones that are actually supporting people like us, the humble feeling that we have just by their positivity and they keep the spirits up and... You know that it means it, it means a lot to 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 my husband and I. It really does. All right, guys. So there's that story out of Australia. So, I mean, the, the, it's really getting out of control in some places, especially around the world. The, these are the places where they're really dishing it out to see... Um, to see if these uh, people will follow along, will comply. And then you have the cops, of course, right behind them there who are enforcing this. So, like I said, I can, um, like I said, uh, they have uh, the cops there and they're enforcing these laws. Like, that is definitely oppression. Now, we're not seeing, well, when I, when I saw that one in Florida of them erased, uh, arresting that one lady, my blood boiled. Like, my blood boiled. Because she... She, based on her accent, does not even sound like she is uh, an American native. And yet she knew her rights and was willing to stand up for them. And I, I have not seen many Americans do that. Now, uh, a little later on, we are going to show some videos of what it looks like when the people stand up. There's some great clips out there, and I know you guys have seen some of them, but we're going to touch on them anyways and archive them here on the C Report for you. But now let's kind of get into some of this counterbalance, because you're seeing the oppression that these people, and this isn't really a counterbalance, I, I apologize, that's the wrong analogy or metaphor. Let's get into the second section of this oppression, okay, because we're seeing this oppression coming from um, this, this boycott pharmaceutical industry. Um, but at the same time, we're also seeing pushback from businesses. Like I said, this is going to be all private sector. That's what the government is depending on. If the government is depending on us doing private sector businesses to, to enforce these um, invisible mandates, these suggestions, these recommendations. But where else are we seeing corporations and businesses get involved? And because of this political involvement... How else can we better defend ourselves or fight the fine fight? Now, President Trump, President 45, he has called on a boycott of corporations who are trying to get political, trying to sway their influence, trying to disenfranchise or to punish their patrons because of legislature that have been passed in a state like Georgia. Now we're seeing it in Texas and we're seeing it in other states. And we're also seeing COVID mandates being lifted almost across the board. Of course, we have those states that never even enforced them to begin with. But then we also have states who are now fully opening up. We had Texas, we had Mississippi, we had Florida, Utah, and uh, now Georgia, congratulations, Georgia, has also passed those mandates. I hear, uh, I hear Arizona is on the way to do the same and, um, and so forth. But um, in, in spite of all of this happening, we have corporations, company, the private sector pushing back. Now, here's something that's important to note. With this boycott that President Trump has issued, uh, a lot of ears are listening. A lot of heads are turning. 
Um, and I think it's the perfect example of how will another way that we will tackle this whole COVID vaccine passport conundrum, as well as these uh, corporations need to stay out of their, they need to stay in their own lane, basically, is what these corporations need to do. And I can tell you guys, based on the time right now, this is going to be a long report. So I'm glad we started an hour early. Anyways, okay, so... All right, so let's jump into this. We have, uh, let's, let's take a look at some of what's going on. So we're gonna put COVID on the back burner just for a second, and we're gonna pull up the election, um, the election uh, reform <laughs> burner, and we're gonna look at what's going on around there in some aspects, because what did we have? We had Major League Baseball. Of course, we know that their motivations were moved by China and not because uh, black um, uh, uh, black uh, um, Georgians are being suppressed and not because, you know, um, uh, Mexicans don't know how to use the internet, right? It's, it has nothing to do with that. Although the woke SJW college student, like we saw throwing a hissy fit in the elevator, does believe that black people don't know how to use the internet. They do believe that black people don't know how to, uh, they're like, um, um, it, it, it's because these people in these neighborhoods, they, 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 they don't get DMV in there. They don't know how to use IDs or, or what they need them for. I mean, come on, people, you're really letting your you're really letting your IQ show when it comes to that. But like I was saying, we had Major League Baseball moving out of Georgia. They're trying to push it on the PGA. We have a thousand and one woke companies. In fact, let's take a look at a revised list that I found today uh, in regards to these companies. Okay, so uh, let's see here. Where do I got that at? Boom. All right. Is it this one? may not be okay i'll find it for you guys this uh line of company i was like wow i mean it's a lot to, it's a lot it's a lot to look at guys there are a lot of companies out there let me see where do i got you all right well while i search for that we'll just keep on going but yeah so there are more there are more companies that are being added to this list who are standing up um for uh voter rights because they think that they're suppressing voters and they're disenfranchising voters with these new laws. I mean, it's just ridiculous when you think about it. Here we go. So I found it, guys. Let me blow this up for you just to get an idea of more of these businesses that we're looking at, that uh, the right to vote is the cornerstone of our democracy. All right. Civic Alliance had this on their website. Uh, let's see if I can't pick out some of our more famous ones. Abercrombie and Fitch. Um, Air CFO, ASCAP, um, Aloha Airlines. Uh, let's see here. There's some more bigger ones. I can't even read these. Let me blow this up. I need to stop saying blow up because people are going to think I'm encouraging violence. Okay. So Antiva, Biosciences, APDS. Um, let's see here. We also have uh, the Bain and Company. We have uh, Katie McGrath and J.J. Abrams. We have Beehive, Bombast, Blue Apron. I've heard of those guys. Better.com. Um, let's see. Burton, Capital One, uh, Cisco, we've mentioned before. Uh, Matthew Cohen, Strategy Group. Uh, Connective Impact. Let's see. We have Dropbox, Discovery, Embark, um, uh, Estee Lauder. Estrella or Estrella, if you're not from the South or if you're not of Mexican descent or Spanish descent. Etsy, Eventbrite, Fifth Avenue, 
Um, that's Fifth Avenue Brands. We also have uh, SFT Global, GitHub, Global Prairie. Um, let's find some more worthwhile ones. Good Fear. I don't know any... Well, maybe there's some kind of good fear. Anyways, uh, Higher Grounds, Coffee, H&M, Clothing. Uh, they always have some scandal going on there. HP. Um, IPG investment or interpublic groups, um, Instacart. Instacart is interesting. Instacart just came out and yet they require you to have IDs to do business with them. But uh, I mean, I know when uh, once upon a time when I tried to get involved with Instacart, yeah, they had you show your ID, but they don't care if you have an ID for voting. But uh, to work with them, you most definitely have to. Um, let's see here. We also have. Mm, Laseronics, mm, Colum, Colum, Levi's, Legacy Vacation Resorts, Lime, LinkedIn. Uh, of course, we have the uh, Major League Baseball. Lyft is part of this also. Um, Media Combo, uh, Mentor Collective. Let's see here, Morningstar. I don't like the name of that one. Uh, if that's the uh, if that's the veggie food one, oh god, that stuff's all like uh, GMO, anyways. Um, let's see, Neil Kelly, uh, doo -doo 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 -doo, workplace advice, Microsoft, Nordstrom, Omaze. One more thing, Omni Group. Uh, let's see, there's some more notables here. Uh, that looks like Pinterest. Um, PayPal. <laughs> We're going to have to find options. And for any of you out there who are in these fields and you're looking to be entrepreneurs, I'd say now's the time, guys. Now is the time. REI, Co-op, um, Ravana, uh, Roger That, Salesforce. Gah. And, and see, the thing, like when you're talking about things like PayPal and Salesforce, you're looking at people that control the finances, the economics, the money. That's where it gets kind of hard. Like, I think there's maybe one other um, like a share ride or pay ride like Lyft or Uber in my area. They're not that popular, but who knows if these boycotts are successful, they may just blow up. Tofurky is another one. You guys like Tofurky? I don't. Anyways, uh, let's see what else we got here. Tumblr, uh, Twitter, Uber, Twilio, True. Um, all of these companies, United Therapists, Univision, Viacom, CBS, we mentioned, Vera, United Airlines, and uh, we got their eye on them here in Texas. Let's see here, Zola. So anyways, that's, that's just an example of more of these woke companies who are standing up. And they're on a target now because there has been some success, it seems, from this boycott that's been happening. Now, oh, who's that? Anyways, so um, <coughs> that was an accident. So uh, let's take a look. Now, Delta Airlines, for example, is one of those that has come under. Hey, Micah, welcome to the broadcast. Is one of those that have come under uh, fire um, from, from President Trump in his written release, his statements, his calling for boycott. So um, people are wondering if this is really going to be successful. Are these boycotts really going to be successful? Because now we know throughout history there have been boycotts to do certain things. We know that there's been boycotts that were successful against Nike. There have been boycotts that were successful against Coca-Cola. Uh, boycotts that were successful against Nestle when they had this whole uh, infant formula scandal going on around the world. 
So some of these can be successful, but we have to find a way to hit it closer to home, guys. We have to get closer to home. You're not going to be successful writing to your legislator and, um, and all, sorry, I don't mean to like be rubbing up. I'm trying to follow President Trump's advice not to touch the face. Anyways, okay, so like, uh, <laughs> um, there's going to be, um, uh, we can't wait until another election year to try and get some of this stuff done. So there are other things and other recourses we can take, but in an article that I had read from The Last Refuge about Delta Airlines, they had last reported, now this was after Trump called for their boycott, among those corporations cited for immediate boycott was Delta Airlines. On Sunday, Delta canceled over 100 flights. They canceled over 100 flights. Sorry, I was moving the screen over. Um, and here's what it said from their website. It said websites at three Delta hubs showed 33 canceled flights arriving or departing um, with 19 canceled flights at Atlanta's Hartsville-Jackson International Airport, 11 at Detroit Metropolitan Airport, and three at Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport. Now, Delta is claiming that it's because of staff shortages, right? And that's why all of these flights were suddenly um, canceled in multiple states simultaneously. But this has never happened before. Immediately after the boycott began, we saw this happening. So this story does reek of Delta canceling their flights because of the boycott, but they don't want to admit the reason for the cancellation. So they've made up an artificial justification. Now we've also seen pushback. And so that's just an example of where this boycott could go, right? But we have to do it the right way. We have to do it uh, an effective way, right? So uh, let's see here in another article that I had found. Um, this was from the Family Research Center, highlighting some of the ways that uh, legislators are coming down on the hypocrisy and also just on the sheer lunacy of all of these woke movements that are going to spur these boycotts. Now, from Senator Mark Rubio in Florida, not a fan, but it says began pointing out baseball's hypocrisy. He began pointing out baseball's hypocrisy in China and in Cuba, and then demanded to know if the Major League Baseball commissioner Rob Manfred was prepared to back up his woke crusade personally. Um, he says, "I am under no illusion that Major League Baseball will sacrifice business revenue on behalf of its alleged corporate values." Rubio said. Similarly, I am under no illusion that you intend to resign as a member from Augusta National Golf Club. To do so would require a personal sacrifice, as opposed to the woke corporate virtue signaling of moving the All-Star Game from Atlanta. Now, Senator Rand Paul, and let me get this. Uh, yeah, we go. Senator Rand Paul of Kentucky said he urged Americans to hit back at Coke and Delta with their wallets. They started it, he insisted. If the Major League Baseball and its CEO pals want to boycott Georgia, then Americans need to boycott them. This is the only thing that will teach them a lesson. If Coca-Cola wants to only operate in Democrat states and wants only Democrats to drink Coca-Cola, God love them. We'll see how well they do when half of the country quits drinking Coca-Cola. Southwest Airlines, watching this uh, public feud escalate, made the wise decision not to weigh in. Thank goodness, Southwest, because I do fly Southwest. When celebrities started pounding the company to pull out of Texas, where a similar election reform effort is underway, but they refused. Yeah, that's very interesting. Um, Governor Abbott actually did put these companies on the spot 
and he told them, you better not get involved um, because there are several Texas companies, uh, Southwest Airlines and Dell Computers being one of them, among one of them, that want to say something, but they're being warned not to because they will be taught a lesson. Unfortunately, I think in the state of Texas, they're more apt to act on that um, by legislature rather than depending on the people to stand up. But we really, again, we have to take this back to a local level. And we don't have to wait. We do not have to wait on um, uh, election season in order to get this done. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Okay, so um, let's talk a little bit more about Texas, right? Let me see how we're doing on time up here. Woo, boy, we're already at the top, the top of the hour almost. Okay, uh, let me... No, no, no. We'll go for a few more minutes. Okay. So in Texas, like I said, we have this whole thing with Governor Abbott. He is um, basically uh, also putting these companies on notice to make sure that they are not going to be violating the rights of Texans. So I'm going to put some pictures on the screen because we have this Major League Baseball strike. Now, the governor of Texas refused to throw the opening pitch at the first major post-COVID game of the season in Texas. And this is for the Texas Rangers. Now, um, Governor Abbott made clear that the reason why he wasn't doing that is because of Major League Baseball's uh, decision to be involved in political moves. And he did he did apologize to the Rangers. He wanted the Rangers to know it was not out of a lack of respect for the team or for the Rangers, period. It was because of Major League Baseball's decision to get involved in this stuff. So let me get some of these pictures on the screen that I, I, saw, I saw found rather fascinating. Um, and these are actually going to be photos from that Rangers game that um, uh, our governor did not throw the pitch at. Let me, let me clear up some of this stuff real quick. I got a lot of stuff on my screen, guys. Uh, let's see here. Georgia lifts all COVID. Okay, here we go. All right, that, that was an article that we had seen today. We'll talk about it. Uh, well, we'll talk about it a little bit later, maybe tomorrow. Uh, this was one on Instacart. Instacart attacked Georgia's voter ID law, but requires its own shoppers to provide ID. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. Now, here's the one that was from uh, the governor of Texas. There, These are the businesses speaking out against Texas's newly uh, proposed election laws. And these are also the businesses that uh, Governor Abbott then promptly told them they need to shut up. Uh, there was Dell, there was American Airlines, also Southwest Airlines, and um, they've tried with Texas to, oh God, God, when was it? It was during the Obama administration, I think, where the airline industry uh, threatened Texas to not allow any flights in or out of Texas, and actually Texas, I think, folded in that one, if I'm not mistaken by memory. But uh, those are some examples. But now Texas is going to fight back, basically, because there are other ways. And again, AT&T, that's another one out of Texas that is looking at this. But um, there are other ways that we can meet this if we, the people, stand up together with one voice and strike at the same time. So that is something to think about, guys. Let me see here. I got some notifications coming up. I want to check into. Um, and now also, before I get into these pictures with you guys, I need to do some on-the-air maintenance so just one moment guys let me get this let me get this uh going real quick because i'm running for the podcast side as well so uh my podcast uh only allows me to record up to an hour at it now 
welcome back to the Sea Report. Thank you for joining us. We're getting into our second hour here. And yeah, we're going to run a little bit long today, but we are going to tidy up and get some of these points across. Again, thank you for joining us. If you're joining us on all networks, we're on Twitter, we're on Twitch, we're on YouTube. Don't tell YouTube we're here, but we're here. Um, again, I might have got us a strike. I don't know if you saw that W or not because I played a song. Anyways, okay, so let's get back to this. Okay, so uh, I want to show you guys pictures from the Rangers opening game in Texas. Um, and so you can get an idea of what that was like. All right. Now, we're boycotting the Major League Baseball, but Texans had to get out. Texans had to get out. I'm not going to say left or right about these guys who are there who are not boycotting. It's okay. I mean, it's it's going to happen. I mean, it's already happening, like I said. Major League Baseball basically signed their death warrant when they decided to move their games out of out of Georgia. But if you look at this crowd here, this is a capacity crowd. Uh, from an article I read interesting in the Baltimore Sun. So Maryland's talking about Texas, and Texas isn't talking about Texas. The crowd of 38,238 people at the Globe Life Field was announced as a sellout for the game against Toronto on Monday. The retractable roof was open on a 75-degree day with 15-mile-an-hour winds. It sounds like it was a beautiful day, guys. Um, the article goes on to say, since it's at full capacity... That was something that we gave a lot of thought about, said Freyer, holding one young child with another sitting next to her at a table behind seats in the upper deck in left field um, about two hours before the game. But since masks are required and we're doing our part and we know that the ballpark is doing their part to keep everything clean and sanitized as much as possible, we just thought it was worth it to come out uh, to come on out here, she said. The Rangers gained national attention with their announcement last month to make all tickets available for the home opener, drawing criticisms from uh, drawing criticism from President Joe President Select Joe Biden um, that it was a mistake and that it was not responsible. And I'm pretty sure he'll backtrack on that later on because that just that is his track record. But anyways, it says the club's decision came not long after Texas Governor Greg Abbott lifted the state's mask mandate and cleared businesses to operate normally. The Rangers said masks were required. So again, private sector business, whatever, they're the ones who are saying that masks are required. The state of Texas is saying it's not. So if a, a private business wants to come at you and say that you're required to wear a mask, that's discrimination. Or if they say you're required to wear a mask or we won't do business with you, that's discrimination. And don't forget, guys, we have a healthy body and a sound mind. And that sounds like a perfect, clean medical condition to me. So that's my stance. My medical condition is a clean bill of health and a sound mind. And a medical condition is all you need to get into these stores without a mask and to basically put your foot down. Practice makes perfect. The more you do it, the easier it gets to look them straight in the eye and tell them you have a medical condition. And, and again, guys, this is standing up for your rights. This is get up, stand up, stand up for your rights. These are your rights. There's no time to dilly-dally. I respect everyone's decision for their families. But really, guys, now is the time. If we don't do this, you're going to have what we saw in Australia. You're going to have what we're seeing in Canada, where they are enforcing these ludicrous rules and these ludicrous regulations, and they are enforcing them with oppressive police force. So now is the time, guys. Now is the time. Now let's just look at a few more of these pictures. Now, if you look at, if you notice that this, I would say less than half of these people are wearing masks. Uh, here's another photo 
families having fun. Now, some people have masks on. Again, like they've said in other videos, you have a right to wear a mask if you want, but it is not your right to enforce others to wear a mask if they do not want to. These guys look like they're having fun. Of course, this guy might have had a little bit too much beer right there in the red shirt, but I mean, hey, who doesn't, right? At a good baseball game, when you've got a lot of friends and family there, you're surrounded by a bunch of people and you can see them smiling and having a great time, I would be three sheets to the wind like that guy too. Now, here's another photo of uh, people at the game. Now, again, this was a sold, this was nearly sold out. They were at capacity. How many masks do you see there? I mean, again, probably less than half of the people there have masks. But of course, Rangers in the stadium did require it. But once they were inside, I didn't really see people wearing masks. So I really don't think people are going to be enforcing this, at least not in my state. Uh, but that is something that you are looking at there. So that was encouraging to see. And again, um, Governor Abbott did not throw the first um, pitch. Uh, let's listen to him real quick. Let's, Because I had this on yesterday, but I didn't get to play it for you guys. So we'll, we'll listen to, get to Governor Abbott for a sec. Every day, Texans return to normalcy as more people get the COVID vaccine. In fact, this week, Texas will surpass 13 million doses administered. Those shots help slow the spread of COVID, reduce hospitalizations, and reduce fatalities. But, as I have said all along, these vaccines are always voluntary and never forced. Government should not require any Texan to show proof of vaccination and reveal private health information just to go about their daily lives. That is why I issued an executive order that prohibits government-mandated vaccine passports in Texas. We will continue to vaccinate more Texans and protect public health, and we will do so without treading on <coughs> Texans' personal freedoms. Well, thank you, Governor Abbott. Okay. So let me close these guys out so I can save me some bandwidth. All right, and we're back to the C report. Boo! Okay, guys. All right. So that's just some of what we're looking at. Now, again, I'm lining up this whole boycott with the COVID mandates and the mask mandates and the vaccines, as well as election law reform to illustrate an example. Um, even though we've called on the boycott because of these election law reforms that these woke corporations are trying to enforce on us, right? Um, it's, it's almost a mirror. It's, it's just as oppressive, right? Like they're, disen they're just disenfranchising Americans. They're disenfranchising Georgians. They're hurting a black community in Georgia that is far more vast than those in Colorado. And yet they're using that as an excuse. Um, they're using that as an excuse, like uh, President Trump said in his um, in his press release about Brian Kemp. They threatened him with calling racist, and when he caved, they're still calling him racist. So what what is going on here with that, guys? Like seriously? Okay, so let me see what I got coming up for you next. Now, the next thing I wanted to do is talk to you guys about, or talk with you guys about. Um, more of this being able to stand up, and I don't know which way I should frame this for y'all because we really got to get to a local level. I think what I'm going to do guys is we're going to talk about how we as, you know, uh, American citizens, people who have no power because we have to depend on our legislators or the people that we elect. No guys, no, 
No, no, no, no, no. We can take them to task now. And here's how we're going to do it. It's at the local level. Now, guys, I am not so eloquent at explaining this. I am not articulate at explaining this. So I want to give you guys... Um, I want to give you guys a taste of, of, of what one of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite uh, radio hosts had to say. Um, so I'm going to play a clip from her show. Now, sh this woman, guys, by, by no means am I a butt kisser, but this woman probably has an IQ that rivals the Don, our president, Donald Trump. Like, she's super smart. Um, so I'm going to play a clip where she talks about how we at the local level can get at these people and boycott them effectively. In other words, we can't just get on Twitch or Twitter or YouTube and talk about boycotts and how much we don't like the company. We can't just do that. We can't just depend on our federal legislators or anything like that to get this done. Even at state and local legislation, because they have processes for doing things. But the, the one thing that she brought to my attention um, again, because like I said, no excuse, but I was not taught any of this stuff. Um, so I'm learning it now, but it brought to my attention how we can attack this at an effective angle at the local city, state, county level. So with that said, I'm going to go ahead and play this clip. It's about 10 minutes, but it is well worth the listen. If you guys have not heard of Tori Says, I highly recommend that you... Find her radio station. This woman has so much information. It is almost ridiculous. Like a wealth of information, a treasure trove. And if she were to open up her Pandora's jar, I'd welcome it by any means. So let's go ahead and listen to what Tori says about fighting uh, effectively to boycott these corporations and also to stand up for our rights and let them know that we as the people will not take this anymore. So listen in, guys. It's a good one. We cancel them the right way. You cancel them by putting them in a box. You cancel them by d disallowing them to do business in your county, in your city, in your state. That's how you do it. Your city and state can't tell you, oh, no, um, we're not going to listen to you. Um, because guess what? You remove them. This isn't the federal where they have the protection of NBC, CNN, mouthpieces and lobbyists. This is your backyard. And if you tell your county, I don't want Walmart in my county anymore because they are discriminating against people, because they are violating our rights, because, 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 guess what? They're out. If Delta wants to play, then we just tell Delta, we don't want you at Cleveland International Airport anymore. We don't want to be giving them state tax reductions, right? Because you have to think, if you actually look into it and do FOIA requests of your county where there's a, a, a company like Target or, um, you know, Delta Airlines or Walmart, you're going to see that they're getting tax easements on real estate tax. This is where you hit them. Nope. They don't get it. You need to cancel that shit. You need to make them pay the tax. And you need to fine them for every single person that complains that they are refused service because they're not wearing a mask, because they are refusing service, because they don't have a vaccine, because they are refusing service for whatever you want under the sun. It is your county. They work for you. You pay their wages. Get a move on it. 
It's your tax money. Let's not talk federal, where we, where they just shave off money from our income and then just take it and do, oh, well, the greater good. Well, let's take a step back. County, city, and state taxes are for your backyard. And if your backyard isn't doing their job with your money, you have every right to make them do it. This is how you hurt them. This is how you boycott them. This is how you cancel them. Exactly how you cancel them. It's my tax dollars. You need to do this. Now, in a county, they're going to be like one person writing the letter, whatever. But let's see. How many people I have out there in Cuyahoga County right now talking, listening to me or on the Telegram group? Well, huh, it's probably about 50, maybe 75, maybe 100, maybe 200, maybe 300. Well, let's get together because if 100 of us send the letter to the city council and say, I want you to give me all the information about tax easements or non you know, that they get away with not paying taxes for companies like, I don't know, Macy's, uh, uh, Walmart, Target, Starbucks, whatever company came out and said it's racist to have an ID that says, uh, you know, you need to be woke. Uh, well, I want to know what taxes they're getting away with. State taxes. Fuck the federal tax. Let's talk state and city and county. Once you get that, that's where then all 100 of us respond and say, I want you to revoke that right now. I'm putting a motion for you to revoke that based on this, this, this. It's my money. You don't get to pick what to do with it. I got it. It's mine. And it's not supposed to, I mean, one person can do it, but it's not going to be as effective as 100 in a county, 1,000 in a county. This is why it's been effective in the groups when we send the letter, same day response, boom, again. While everyone's telling you, don't worry, vaccine passports aren't going to be allowed by federal government and state. Doesn't matter. Private companies are. What are you doing to stop that discrimination? I don't care. I know that they're not going to be state and federal required because it's against federal and state laws. But what about the private companies that are doing? Huh? What about the medical facilities? Huh? Refusing because they said so? Huh? Cancel them. Do you know that most of these massive companies like Cleveland Clinic, uh, Mayo, St. Vincent's, all these things, right? Do you know that they're all getting huge tax deductions because the majority of them have a cloud of a 501c4, c3? Oh, yes, yes. They all get away with a lot of taxes. Well, in order for you to get away with taxes... You have to abide by the rules. Tell you what, when um, when a school had discriminated against my child because she was smart and she finished high school at 16 and she had already had a scholarship to go off, they refused to let her graduate and walk down the aisle. Guess what I did? I said, you get federal tax dollars, you're discriminating against my child. I filed it. They didn't get the money. The money was on hold until they completed their investigation. And not only that, I also dinged them for not being ADA compliant for the blind on their website. I dinged them with everything I could and they couldn't get tax dollars. Because if you don't abide by the federal laws and uphold the rights of citizens, you don't get diddly squat on tax exempts.
no, 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 you can't get exempt if you're not following the law. So that is basically it. That's basically it. So we don't need to cancel them by being as disgusting as the left, right? And the right, because the right is the worst. Let me tell you something. For example, so there's a lot of people that have come out. I'm this, I'm that, I'm this, I'm that, right? And one of them was um, Austin Seinbart. Came out, said he was cute. He's part of the cute team. He's this, he's that. Okay, I'm going to go and stop there. So you guys heard that, like I said, way more eloquently said than I ever could and way more explained. I don't want to lead you guys in the wrong direction, but that's basically the idea. So, you know, uh, find out when your city council meets. We saw some examples. Well, that one that we showed you at the head of the episode with the woman getting arrested was at city council. Uh, That's, I think, a worst case scenario and definitely where the rest of us in the country could end up going. But, um, you know, going to your city council, um, doing the legwork to find out exactly what's going on now. Like, I remember when they had the they have facial recognition cameras in Walmart now. Um, I don't know if any of you guys are aware of that. I think they turned them off. But when they first rolled it out, I remember being in there and you could walk into that big old corral and they had the little squares following your face everywhere. That stuff. That's crazy, guys. That's crazy. So things like that. And that's the idea that so we can be sure that as the as the people go attack these businesses where it's most effective. Sure, getting on a big stage and having a big microphone can help, you know, uh, push this along. But at the same time, um, it is really when the people gather at the local level, the local level, that is where you want to hit them. It would be the most effective and um, efficient use of your time and energy to go in that route. So that's just an example. Thank you, Tori Marish, for bringing that to our, Tori says, for bringing that to our attention. Now, what I wanted to do now, and yes, Joe, we are still going on. We're still going on for a little bit more because now we're going to talk about where the people stand up. I'm going to use Tori's point um, to pivot in that direction because like I said, practice makes perfect. So we're like, we started the show today with the clip show. We're going to end the show today with the clip show. And I'm going to show you guys examples of people standing up against these COVID oppressors. Um, and, and it's a good way to see. And we're just, let's just play some videos, guys, because I want you. And some of these you may have seen. But again, for archivial purposes, I'm glad to have them here on the C report. And uh, then we'll see how it goes. So the first one I'm going to see. Ah. Just made my heart feel so good. All right, let's check this out. This is at a uh, a restaurant. Um, I didn't get where this was, but the COVID... Po- this is in America. This is in America. The COVID police show up and they try and shut them down. Check out what happens. made me feel good okay so yeah so there you see that's just a small example now i know you guys saw this next one but boy did it make my heart sing 
You got. Uh, I. It's, we have to play it here. Please get out. Get out of this property immediately. Get out. Get out of this property immediately. Out. I don't want to hear anything. Out of this property immediately. I don't want to hear a word. Out. Out. Out of this property immediately until you come back with a warrant. Out. 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 Out of this property. Immediately out. Immediately go out and don't come back. Don't, I don't want to talk to you. Not a word. Out of this pro out of this property immediately. I don't care what you have to say. Out, out, out of this property, you Nazis. Out, out. Gestapo is not allowed here. Immediately, Gestapo is not allowed. Out. Do you understand English? Get out of this property. Go. So go. Go. And don't come back without a warrant. Out, Nazi. Out. Out. You understand? Nazis are not welcome here. Out. And don't come back without a warrant. Do not come back without a warrant. You understand that? You're not welcome here. Nazis are not welcome here. Gestapo is not welcome here. Do not come back, you Nazi psychopaths. Unbelievable, sick, evil people. Intimidating people in a church during the Passover. You Gestapo, Nazi, communist, fascists. Don't you dare coming back here. Can you imagine those psychopaths? Passover. The holiest Christian festival in a year. And they're coming to intimidate Christians during the holiest festival? Unbelievable. What is wrong with those sick psychopaths? It's beyond me. All right, guys. That is yes. And we are seeing this happening more often. That's for dang sure. More people are standing up for their rights, guys. Practice makes perfect you have a healthy body you have a sound mind that sounds like a healthy medical condition to me use it guys use it um it's time to stand up for our rights okay so now what i'm going to do uh the next few clips i'm going to show you because remember how i was talking about and you guys are well aware of this as well that americans have been the most compliant americans have been the most compliant when it comes to this um, they have been the ones most willing to put on their masks. They have been the ones who are most willing to oppress their neighbors. Americans. Um, nowhere in America have I seen an anti-mask rally. Now, uh, at the end of the year in 2020, these were happening all over the world. So we're going to take a look at what that looked like. In case some of you are not aware... We're talking about hundreds of thousands of people with no mask meeting in town centers around the world, mostly in Europe. People were standing up for their rights, you know. So Americans haven't done that. And well, let's just take a look at some of these videos just so you can see what was going on. Now, this one was in Canada. 
We'll play just a few clips of these, uh, not too long. Some of them are some of them are the entire rally, so we're not going to play all of that. But just to give you an idea of how people were standing up versus what America looks like. Now, for the uh, podcast side, it was saying that these marches were organized. Let me back that up a little bit. Marches were organized July 18th and 19th, and that was to unmask. So these were unmasked protests. Uh, they were organized in objection to mandatory mask um, policies. So that was Canada, guys. Uh, let's look at London. This one was massive. I actually watched this live when it happened because there were some speakers that I wanted to see. Uh, but this was a massive, massive maskless take off your masks rally. Look at that, guys. It's massive. Why aren't we doing this in America? I really liked how they slipped that in about Prince Andrew and pedophilia being one of the things rampant in the royal family, don't you? Um, but yeah, as you can see uh, for the podcast viewers, they're in um, a, a British square in London. And literally just looking at that, there's easily a thousand or two people on screen. Like it's massive. We haven't seen that in America. Um, I'll tell you why we shouldn't in a minute, though. Here's, uh, I believe this is Dublin, Ireland. Let's take a look at Ireland. Of united non-compliance. That's how you fight back. When they say wear a mask, united as one, you say no. When they say time to get contract traced, united as one, you say no. When they say it's time to take a vaccine, united as one, you say no.
So there's a little taste of Ireland. Uh, here's Australia. Get a sauce, guys. The maskless stand in solidarity. They hurled abuse and taunted police. Yeah, I don't know what that was. But here it's a bunch of people with no masks standing quiet. Like, it looks like they're doing a silent stand-in in a park or something. All of them with no mask. You're all beautiful people. They hurled abuse and taunted police. That's an example of Australia. Let's take a look at Germany. And for podcast viewers, it looks like we're watching a giant sit-in. Again, this is an example of civil disobedience. Wir hat den Aufruf für sollen schön sitzen bleiben, um die Abstände einzuhalten. Wir hoffen, dass Markus Heinz der Anwalt was erreichen kann und wir unseren Zug starten können. Die Leute sind guter Dinge, sie sind gut drauf. I'm sorry, guys, I don't speak German, nor were there any subtitles. You see, guys, in the 21st century, they still have sit-ins. All right, so that was civil disobedience. So that was an example of everything, well, not everything, but a lot of what I could find that's happening around the world in regards to the people standing up against these mask mandates. Now, this was just over the masks. If the vaccine passports move forward, because I haven't really seen international pushback on these passports. I haven't, honestly. Uh, I think I've seen more pushback on the passports in America and more pushback on the vaccines in America, but not the masks. I, I mean, I guess the masks were just kind of like a uh, something that we were willing to tolerate, but we're not going to tolerate anything else any further. We're not. Okay, so now that we've seen some of what is going on around the world, 
as far as protests and people showing up. Because don't forget, let me bring this up again. Don't forget, we had uh, we had that wild celebration in, uh, what was it, SJW Park in front of the White House. What is it called? Black Lives Matter Arena or something. Where when Joe Biden was elected, they had all of these liberals coming out with no masks. All of these Democrats partying because COVID is so smart, they can tell it can tell who it wants to target. You know, it doesn't target Democrats or liberals. They're allowed to party in the street. We had a, what a scandal with Mayor Lightfoot or Littlefoot or whatever her whatever its name is over there in Chicago. Like she was out in public. We've had you know people in California like Newsom and his henchmen all enjoying themselves at you know indoor dining while they're requiring all of their slaves to wear masks and stay indoors and not go into public. So those are just some examples. I have found one example of Americans gathering to protest against the vaccines and masks. So I'm going to play that for you guys now. Think about how this compares to the rest of the world. Okay, sorry guys. All right, so you saw it there. You saw it there. I mean, Americans, they're trying. Um, but honestly, guys, honestly, we are in heavy, heavy, heavy false flag season right now. False flag season has been extended at least the last four years, and we are still in it. So realistically speaking, with the threat of false flags and especially with them trying to push all of these gun control laws, because we know every time a Democrat is in power, there are more mass shootings, statistically speaking. And uh, one of our viewers, Micah, over in France, and I'm sorry I didn't have any French video for you guys, uh, for you, Micah, on like some of this. There was one video I saw where the police officers were throwing down their, it was like a, a whole row of police officers were throwing down their, um, they were throwing down their uh, handcuffs uh, to show that they would not enforce uh, COVID mandates. Sorry, I didn't get that on the air for you. But li literally speaking, with the threat of mass shootings under Democrat control, and, and Micah had also just um, uh, said that over in France, he received a uh, message on his phone that Biden was planning to uh, limit, uh, he's gonna pass an executive order, guys. And uh, we'll talk about that tomorrow on uh, the C-Report. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it, the propaganda is over. Uh, <laughs> the propaganda is over. So, all right. So we can't, we as Americans cannot necessarily go into the public. Thousands of us cannot 
unite to show um, to unite to show our our unity against the vaccines, against the masks, against the the passports, because we are literally under threat of false flag. I do not encourage any Americans, especially patriotic ones, especially people who are Trump supporters, people who are conservative, people who are Republican, anyone who flies a red, uh, an, a United States of America flag, old glory, anyone who may have been associated with um, um, a Q involvement. I would not encourage any type of public gathering because we are in high false flag season. But what we can do is take it local. Um, I think this was uh, this clip I have on the screen was an example of a city council. So let's take a look about this real quick and see what it says. Yeah, Florida residents reject face masks. This was at Palm Beach County in Florida. So again, taking it local, guys, and practice makes perfect. I have a medical condition. I'm sorry, but I have a medical condition. I'm sorry, but I have a medical condition. And they will let you in the stores. They are required by law not to ask you what your condition is and not to ask you to show your papers. That's none of their business. You are protected. You are protected from such discrimination. And I recommend that you start to flex those muscles now. Oh, no. It's a commercial. <laughs> it's okay. I like about we we use these guys. Let me, let me shout. There, okay. And I'm an American patriot. See that flag? I would die for that flag. The Constitution that you are supposed to uphold, I would die for that. It says residents of Palm Beach County, Florida, were invited to have their say ahead of a vote on wearing masks it in public places. It is appalling that each and every one of you sitting up there as human beings, part of the human race, the only race that we have, would suggest to muffle people, to put masks on our face, to keep us from breathing oxygen, to get us to become sickly. You preach pseudoscience and safety. Does anyone care about preserving the liberty of the people who pay your salaries? Some of you up there smirking and, and smiling at public comments to which you do not agree. I have the photos and they're shameful. They want to throw God's wonderful breathing system out the door. You're all turning your backs on it. Can you prove that it's good for people to breathe carbon dioxide over and over and over again? What about PTSD from child abuse situations? I was left in a hot car. You want to cover my face? I'm going to hyperventilate because I remember being stuck in that hot car. What about people like me? We don't matter because of the greater good, right? I own a firearms business. Now, I think you might agree with me that it would be ludicrous for me to allow someone into my shop to purchase a firearm who's wearing a mask, whose face I cannot see. We will get together and do a citizen's arrest on every single human being that goes against the freedom of choice, okay? You cannot mandate, you literally cannot mandate somebody to wear a mask knowing that that mask is killing people. You're not God and since masks are harmful, where there is risk, there should be choice. You're removing our freedoms and stomping on our con constitutional rights by these communist dictatorship orders or laws you want to mandate. All right. And then it says, although many spoke against the measure. We know that mandatory masking works. We've seen it work in other communities. We know that it stops. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm going to shut this woman up because 
we know that mandatory masking does not work because we also know that uh, COVID numbers have dropped in Texas dramatically since the mask mandates lifted. And uh, Micah, yes, sir. We're getting to that point, but um, we'll see what happens. I'm trying to have a civilized revolution here after all. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, guys. So again, like I said, that was an example of just some people standing. I was like scouring the net for more videos of people speaking out at city council. But again, like I said, with a little bit of late wor leg work, um, <laughs> you know, th there's other ways to beat this. Practice makes perfect. And in boycotting, especially if, uh, if they're going to be companies and corporations that are going to enforce these uh, passport mandates. And I say that because like when we were talking about the um, the cruise line industry uh, yesterday, like there are several cruises that are still going to require a vaccination shot to board. My friends, that's discrimination. And I am set. I am set to go on a cruise at the end of this year. And I, I really don't think that that's going to be an issue. I really don't think vaccines will be an issue by then. I think this will be over. But if they are, we'll be filing some lawsuits. So we'll see about that, guys. All right, that wraps it up for the C-Report. Thank you for hanging out with us for this extra special long edition. I mean, it was only 30 minutes more. We've gone longer. But either way, I appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Let your friends know the C-Report is on. We should be back at our 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central time tomorrow. So look for us in the afternoon. Again, thank you for holding in with me. Just got some things I got to take care of. We will be live this evening on Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube with the Mr. C and Magadon Show. I think tonight we're going to be doing a Thursday night roundtable. So if any of you Discordians who are with the Q&A holes are listening, join us tonight. Get on board. Um, and we'll be, we'll, be, uh, we'll be inviting you all to be with us there tonight. So do tune in. We'll be live. And also, if you want to get in on the fun, join us on Discord. Hit us up on Patreon. That's Q&A Holes Podcast. It's patreon.com slash Q&A Holes Podcast. So you can support us, and any membership will get you to in, into our Discord, where there's a whole wealth of information. There's a great community; it's a growing family. We're uh, we're closest cousins there, if not closer. All right, guys, that wraps it up for the C report. We'll see you guys next time. Stay good, America, and don't forget, practice makes perfect. I have a medical condition. I'm sorry. Please let me in your store. Now is the time, America. Now is the time. We'll see you next time. This is Mr. C signing out. We will make America great again. You are the host. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. America first. You are the host. Thank you.